Hello, everyone, and welcome to WDW Happy Hour, take number three. We are a very happy crew this morning. It's Sunday, November 8th, and I'm uh, sitting here with Matt. Hello. Scott. Greetings. Rob. Hello. And Holly. Hello. Um, so we have a really fun podcast lined up today, uh, but we're going to start as we always do with topping it off. So Rob, what do you, what do you got? I'm so, kicking it. I don't think we've ever done a drink from this location. All right. So, um, this is from El Molino. Have we? I don't think so. Okay. I don't believe so. So this is one of those like, oh, you think I'll do wine or like a mixed drink? No, this is a beer. <laughs> Pulling a it, mat. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a... So it's called Hakuta Matata. Oh. What a wonderful... Yeah. I've had this here. Okay. It's yes. It's good. Yes. So it is a tropical IPA by... Let me switch apps here. The... <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, got it. I had it all queued up in the... Oh, here we go. Fumble so, it at the end. <laughs> so it is by D9 Brewing Company. Where are they based out of? They are based out of Cornelius, uh, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of them before. I feel like I had this too. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I might as well get something that's like Disney themed. Yeah. You know, it's not. That, I was like, oh, I want like a Florida craft beer, and then I was like, oh, it's North Carolina, but whatever. It's called Hakuna Matata, so I got it. Yeah. So it's um, again, it's it's tropical. Um, I was asking Scott before we started recording. I said, what's a typical IPA? IBUs and he said 60 this one's 40 and I remember it being distinctly like not bitter mm -hmm. like your typical IPAs I don't know if it's the fruit that cuts down but um the description on untapped uh, because this was back in August that I had it but it says the result is a much more balanced less bitter but more flavorful dank style IPA with hints <laughs> of mandarin orange pineapple grapefruit and elderflower it's that dank it's like <laughs> Thank you. Dang, yeah. It's 6.6% .6 alcohol, so it's pretty strong. Mm. But it reminded me of uh, the the Tropicana. Yeah. Yes. So. I, I, I remember trying this and liking it. No, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Good so pick. I don't know. I don't know if this is like there all the time. I, you know, I like, it's it. also not at just Il Molino. I feel like I got it somewhere else. That's the first time we I've ever seen it. We definitely got it at El Molino. We got it last October, okay. so I mean, it's been oh, there for. Okay. A, uh, it was this your last trip that you or August? August, yeah. August, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'd it's been be there. willing to bet you could find it elsewhere, just because it's, uh, you know, not a local uh, brewery. Well, we could do some research on Untapped and, and yeah, see for true. sure. Good pick, <laughs> yep. Rob. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. All right. All right. So taking the ball and kick it right back to Rob right. for so, news. All right. So this one I think is. Um, um, timely, I guess. I don't know. Or fairly hot off the presses. <laughs> um, a after being open for just less than four years, Hall of Presidents will be going down for a refurb. Why? Why? Uh, they will have to add the 46th <laughs> President of the United States. Who? Joe Biden. It's a new audio animatronic. <laughs> so. A Pennsylvania boy being yes. added... Oh man, so it's just him and James Buchanan, or are we calling him Delaware? What do we do? Because we only have one president from Pennsylvania. We don't claim, we don't claim Biden? Or do we claim Biden? Wasn't he born in Scranton? He was born in Scranton. Ten years he lived, so, yeah. So we got our second Pennsylvanian president. Yeah. Yeah. We can claim him. The, yeah, the bachelor president and Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's I mean we yeah they said where would his uh, presidential library go? I mean it's just the obvious choice I guess is University yeah. of Delaware but yeah. University of Scranton's a fairly decent sized university yeah. Catholic University which that's is right. Joe Biden so well, um, cheers to that yeah, cheer, big cheers, yeah, clink clinks. Yep. Um, they usually plan this to open around Fourth of July, and I wonder, like with COVID and everything. I mean, I'm sure they're still on the back end doing the work that needs to be done to get the audio animatronic. But on the front end, I'm wondering if they'll keep it around Fourth of July. I believe the last animatronic was not released on the Fourth of July. It was delayed. It was delayed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The, the the article from WDW uh, News today it just it's it just mentions the fact like this is the first time since Bush lost in ninety two that mm-hmm. they're gonna have the quick turnaround because the it's preceding three yeah. were were eight eight year turns. Do we know when the Hall of Presidents open? Good question. Because obviously they. Um, you know, yeah. had quite a backlog of presidents to do the, at the first, you know, when they when they first oh opening day. Yeah, I was going to say seventy one. That so up to seventy one, they had all those presidents. But who was the first president? <laughs> they added. besides Lincoln that talked because they didn't have Washington talked. I think. Yeah. No, I'm talking about standing president. Wait. Oh, like, like the current president? Oh, yeah, like the voiceover. Yeah, like when did they start doing that? Like who was the first person like, to do that? I feel I like that know. was Clinton. And yeah, they always like wrote the... I mean, they the presidents write the speech for the Hall of Presidents. Um, it's a very interesting... I, I love the Hall of Presidents. And yeah. I'll love it even more in a few months. <laughs> I hope they bring... Uh, uh, I hope they do a, a, a full... I would love to see Morgan Freeman come back, but it doesn't have to be. I'd love to see like another like celebrity voiceover yeah. so they can change it a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a, I always but, keep saying Sterling K Brown, but Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Sterling K Brown. Who's, who does, um, there's a show. Jeez. I feel like I'm like in a fever dream right now that, um, Angela Bassett. Oh, Oh, it's freaking the Imagineering story. She's an excellent, oh, yeah, excellent yeah. narrator. I would love to see maybe Angela Bassett do it because, damn, she did such a good job on the Imagineering. She did story. have a soothing voice. Yeah, that, um... it was very yes, it was a a good voice, great voice. <laughs> so it was originally it was narrated by George Washington and Ben Franklin and Paul Frees, Disney vet, did George Washington. And then, Catherine, you're right. The first person to, per, first standing president that um, recorded a voiceover for their animatronic was Bill Clinton, and it's followed with every standing president since then. Before um, uh, Morgan Freeman did it, um, when they revamped it in the 90s, Maya Angelou did the, the narration. I remember that. Hmm. So, so, yeah. So there they, you go. They do a quite a, it's been several years, but they talk in pretty great depth when we did the uh, Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour. We didn't actually go in Hall of Presidents, but they did a pretty good, like, 15, 20-minute presentation oh, on really? the I history don't of it. That. Yeah. Hmm. It may be a change, like, the yeah. attractions they use yeah, change, like, but... Yeah, um, Because hmm. I'm trying to think if that was pre-election or post-election. Because we didn't go in it, Mm-mm. but we stood outside and he talked quite a bit about it. But interesting. Yeah. Are they doing tours? 
right now? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Hmm. Well, what we shall yeah, see. Yeah, I get because you gotta keep people closer right. together. Right, that's true. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right, so um, we haven't talked anything about California in quite a while, but um, you know, just downtown Disney has been open for a while, restaurants, shops, and whatnot. Um, the parks are fighting with the government out there to reopen, but so Disney is announcing that DCA is going to reopen as a shopping and dining destination. So the thing is, I don't think there's any um, uh, ticket required. I think it's just or is it? Right? It's, it's just, just like it, an extension of downtown Disney. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they um, it's going to open November nineteenth. Yeah, and it's extending the downtown Disney district. Yeah. Um, no word on Disneyland Park. Um, they should do that for but them yeah, I don't. That's that's just the decorated for Christmas. Like yeah. it's such a no brainer. And open Carnation the Cafe. Yeah, Car- Carnation Cafe, which has out that outdoor seating. Cafe Orleans, which has outdoor seating, and then the plaza. The plaza, which has outdoor, do everywhere, and then follow the rules for indoor seating. If like yeah. you know, blue by you. 25% or whatever. I mean, it would be making more money than they, and then open the important open main street for shopping. I'd yeah. be, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious about, um, how they're doing, how they're managing occupancy. Well, so for Carthay circle, for example, they're introducing Carthay circle lounge and apparently they're going to use outdoor, like, if you think about it, if you don't have that many people, you could just set up tables everywhere. That's true. I just right. mean into the park itself. Because, like, right now as it stands, um, there's only one um, gate. Like, to get, like, if you get into the gate, then you're, well, no. There's because two. you get it, you leave the gate once you go to downtown Disney. And then to get back into the park, there's another gate. So, therefore, I guess they would have to curb occupancy into DCA and, by extension, Disneyland at those places because they're not going to want to let I don't think it's going to be that crowded I don't think downtown Disney has been like that crowded they've been open for shopping and and like eating but that's not a park I mean people are like I I think people will be excited to enter a a park in any capacity there and I I, well I'm sure they're they're managing and don't forget you have to go through security to get to downtown Disney they're probably only letting you go through like near Disneyland Hotel, they're probably not like opening the harbor entrance and like having a single point of contact to come, come through. Yeah, that. I don't know about that. And like I'm... parking, I mean, like it's just yeah, I'm, it's just I'm just very curious how that's logistically going to work. But are the hotels open at all? No, no. I didn't. No, think. so the Grand Ca- that entrance would be shut down from the Grand Californian. Hmm. Um, yeah, it says like uh, Smoke Jumpers Grill is going to be open. Yeah, I mean, um, think about, like, Lamplight Lounge. Like, all that outdoor seating. And they yeah. could just put chairs on the frickin' Pixar Pier. There, <laughs> if there's no rides and no people there, you could just make those, like, five huge restaurant areas and and bring back your weight The staff. whole line country Trattoria, that's, like, a huge oh, area. Oh, all outdoors. The whole uh, Fisherman's Wharf yeah. area, that's all outdoor. Cafe oh, yeah. Cucamonga. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what's lucky, it, Fortune? Lucky, lucky Fortune. fortune. Cooking code. The, uh, or if you're a local, you're probably more interested in going for restaurants most of the time anyway, rather than rides. Right, right. Maybe. I, I, I would love to do this if I were a local yeah. Southern Californian. You betcha I'd be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. Yep. Um, so Disney is redoing their roadway gateways to coincide with the 50th anniversary. So I don't think we've ever talked about this, but they just recently redid the, and they just finished the um, the parking structure or entrance for the Magic Kingdom with the gold. Um, well, like archway? Yeah. Like gold color scheme, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like the letters are now gold. They used to be like white. Um, and they're doing something similar to the uh, the roadway gateways. So you can yeah, see like the big entrance for Mickey and Minnie are. Yeah. Hmm. Not as whimsical, I don't think. Like, no. which I'm okay. This looks more <laughs> mature. There was too know, much like, whimsy in the Magic <laughs> Kingdom. No, it, but it had like, I the, the, yeah, this is more royal. regal, maybe, like yeah, as yeah. opposed to that like '90s ish like color scheme. Are, I, are we thinking this is just for the anniversary that we're changing this up? I think so. Yeah, just freshening the paint on everything. Yeah, to co- well, I think it's this whole new like. Cinderella Castle. It all complements each other. The the interesting thing will be to see if they, because the road signs, which are uniquely Disney, Mm -hmm. are kind of that same, like, gateway color scheme and everything. So it'll be (laughs) interesting to see. But that's so many signs. That that, is so many signs. Do they want to spend the money on? That seems like something they just let go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they started work on this already. I've seen them, uh, seen pictures of them doing the work. Uh, and then lastly, um, and I think we talked about how this worked on the last episode. So that was, if you listen to the last episode, um, scratch what we said. But they Disney's changing the way boarding groups are uh, secured for Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios. So this started November 3rd. Um, now you do not need to be in the park to get the boarding pass. You could go on the app at 7 a.m. as long as you have a ticket and a park reservation for Hollywood Studios that day. Yeah. But so before, awesome. yeah, this That's is so great. Nice. So before it was 10 and 2? 10 and 2. So yeah, so before you had to be in the park at either 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. Um, and then you would get on your phone on the My Disney Experience app. You would try to secure a boarding group, hope that you were in the earlier groups, and then they give you a return time. Now, as long as you have valid park admission for that day and a park pass for Disney Hollywood Studios, you can do it from the comfort of your hotel room. I love this. They, so what they're def- so the way they wrote it was to say that before you leave your Disney Resort hotel or wherever else nearby you might be at that time. Yeah, what does that mean? So I, I did a little research on this, <laughs> and people said as far as like two hours away, oh, okay. they were able to get it. That's nice. So I guess you have to be... Within I don't think, a radius. It'd be interesting for us. Well, you wouldn't be there, be able to get there that quickly. We'll get there think. in what? Four hours? We did it the one time? Yeah, I guess, in I, the air? I, guess, <laughs> I guess there's the potential. I'm connected to the Southwest yeah. Wi-Fi. Yep. Yeah, I, that's an interesting, <laughs> but... Um, that's a land at... <laughs> the, the key thing here, too, though, is the 2 o'clock one. You have to be in yes. the park for that one. So same mm. goes for the 2 o'clock boarding. But this, this is so much, like... That park gets so crowded at 10 o'clock because everybody's there just to get the dang yeah, and then I'm sure uh, people reservation. Leave. Like, if you get, uh, like, a six-hour return time, I would leave and or come back. Or you don't back. get one, yeah. Right, right. So, because the wait times for everything were crazy at, yeah. at 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, 
Um, this was this was smart. That seems like a no-brainer. Mm. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, you don't have to fly over there now. Um, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Skyliner. <laughs> fly. That's it for news. A little slow, but yeah, that's that's all right. We got a fun we got a fun game for this episode. So, I think there's maybe some segue from the news to this. So, Scott, do you want to talk and explain about what our game is today? I would be happy to. Yeah, this is your, uh, this is your, your baby. Your brainchild. Yeah, you know, this is, this is, I've, I've kind of uh, carved out my niche of uh, making games for the podcast here <laughs> in the past. So we're, we're going to do another another one of my games today. Um, I like this one. This one is called Respect, Revamp, Replace. And basically what we have here are 12 different attractions across the Florida theme parks. And the basic idea is that each of us has to use, has to identify four attractions that we would respect, which means that we would not change them in any way. Four of them that we would revamp, which means that we would change something about the ride to make it better, whether it's a different ride vehicle or um, maybe a different way that they do animations or whatever in the ride, but it doesn't change the name of the ride. And four of these attractions, which we would replace all together. And we kind of talked about this a little bit that replacing, we use the example of Frozen Ever After, that that is not the Maelstrom anymore. Um, it's a completely different ride. It's a different theme. Even though it's the same track, I guess, it's a complete redo of that ride. So that that would be a replace. Now, it could certainly be more different than that, but I think that's where we're drawing the line as far it as... It can't be named the same thing. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So I think the way that we're going to do this, and before I go right into it, I'll, I'll kind of just give you an idea here. I have the list of these, and we're going to go attraction by attraction. We'll go around and say what our choice was for that ride, kind of either come to a consensus or discuss it a little bit. All right. And so, okay, yeah. And yeah. with replacement, we're saying what we're replacing. Right, right. I think but, ideally, but, yeah. ideally, if you are request or, or if you're suggesting that this is a ride that you would revamp or replace, tell us what you think you would do to revamp it or what you would replace it with if you have an idea of what you'd like to replace it with. I think that would make it interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we all good with that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. So the first attraction we have on the list here is in Magic Kingdom. And it is Mickey's PhilharMagic, the show with uh, Daffy Duck, or not Daffy Duck, <laughs> Donald Duck. Jeez, Get out. God. That's going to kill me if he hears that. Donald Duck, um, oh wearing the sorcerer's hat. Maestro Mickey. So let's see, let's start with, let's start with Matt. He's to my right. Okay. That for me was a revamp. Um, I really enjoy PhilharMagic, but... I think that at this point, um, the the um, fidelity of the video, the 3D images, and I feel like this was one that like always gets brought up in the rumor mill of being like, oh, they're gonna really like update the technology of the 3D, or they're gonna add some new um, animated features. Um, PhilharMagic has been, to my knowledge, unchanged since um, correct the 90s. Um, you've had a lot of great um, animated features that have come out since then um, that you could add, and it's a great um, e excuse to also update the technology, which is a bit dated at this point. I don't know if you... 
it's it's tough because do you keep the well it's called philhar magic i would almost like lean more heavily into the fantasia of it all like um not necessarily keep the same storyline but still have it very much be you know it's celebrating the music and the set pieces involving music from popular films put in something from um moana like that's a no-brainer it, there's no way that they do this without doing like something from Frozen, but I feel like that's an easy revamp. The yeah. space is there. They don't have much space to do anything else there, like at least nothing. It's like, a theater. It's a theater. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so that's a revamp for me. Okay. Catherine, we'll keep going around that direction. Okay, sure. Um, so, I agree with Matt. This is definitely a revamp. And just to correct you, this opened in 2003, so this was not a 90s attraction. Oh, so, okay. we do have some. A little bit more advanced technology than we're talking like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Um, I agree with Matt. However, here's how I would do it. I picture this as more of a Star Tours The New Adventure Mm -hmm. where you get a different combination of songs every time you go. So there's some sort of transition. You're getting rid of Iago, though, in my version. Iago (laughs) will not be messing with the sorcerer's hat in my version. Um, And... The movies I would include are definitely Moana, Frozen, Princess and the Frog, Tangled, and Hercules. Those give oh, oh, give yeah, me Hercules. some Coco in there too. Oh, Coco! Oh, yeah, I mean you could you could include <laughs> Pixar movies. I, why not? I mean, if it, not all of them have music that you'd want to put in. Like I can't really identify anything from Inside Out, but. Certainly yeah. Coco's got some music that you'd want to throw in there. Yeah, maybe. but even like Inside Out might be really visually appealing in the 3D yeah. way. I mean, I just think that it would... I mean, when's the last time we've done Philharmonic? It's been done a- it probably within the past two years. Yeah, I think, I think I it's been longer I feel like a, ha- a Halloween party, we did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, I think true. that was it. So true. at least two years ago. Tangled. Ta- I said that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, and... I mean, wouldn't you be more likely to go? Like, I remember when Star Tours, the new adventure opened. I went on it ten times <laughs> to see every to see every iteration. Yeah. You'd be more likely to do it and say, oh, let's see if we get, you know, Princess and the Frog this time. Let's see if we can, and, you know, keep the classics, keep Peter Pan, you know, add Alice in Wonderland. Like, you could... You could take so much and it could be different every time. Building and, that out, too, there could be, um, like... Uh, holiday overlays to an extent of like by the way this scene only appears from this month to this month so like you know you might see like a nightmare before christmas scene that is only present from like you know the end of september through the end of december like i think that would be something cool that you could do very cool yeah i like that the random randomized element yeah all right holly what do you what do you have for this one I also have it as a revamp. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally agree with Catherine. Like, I would like to see like something different each time. Like, I go. Wouldn't in. that make you want to get on it every time? Yeah, because it's like, oh, what am I gonna see now? <laughs> um, and then I was more thinking like an overlay, mm-hmm. um, especially like Halloween or Christmas. Like, bring back some of like the old school um, Mickey cartoons. Ooh, that would be fun. Um, would be kind of neat for them to do i'm just trying to remember um what was the one called it had mickey donald goofy 
They're in a haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where um, all the skeleton. Oh, no, yeah. the, with the ghosts. Yes. Is it Lonesome um, Ghosts? It's something like that. It's something like that. And it's that. the, like, really, like, New York ghost. It's like, hey, I'm a ghost over here. He's, like, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I just thought that would be a great way to bring back some of, like, the, the classics and tie it in with, like, you know. So expanding it even more. Um, that's expanding it even more like than Pixar being added because as of right now it's only Disney animated features but right. even incorporated the classic Disney cartoons pre mm-hmm. perhaps pre animated features that's yeah I, like I mean that. why not I mean yeah. there's no yeah. rules you and know? then like Christmas time too like I love Pluto's Christmas tree oh me too <laughs> and like Donald and, and yeah. the nephews with the snowball yes, fight yes. Like, yeah. those like, are classic I can see you using and how, yeah and how good yeah, with like that would be so cool like at Christmas time so I don't know like bring back some of the classics like oh, what how it all started yeah and that would be so. easy to put like Donald like you could still have the same premise of like Donald's taking over and have him go through the scenes, mm-hmm. and that makes sense in those situations. And make that exclusive to a Christmas party. For so, real. Yeah. Oh, I wow. mean, that's, that's I don't know problem. about that. that. No. That seems that... icky because it's like, oh, if you want to see this particular yeah, yeah, right. scene, well, we pay, pay extra money. Well, we pay money to do what? We all wanted parade. to do the Halloween parade that you can only see once a year. Pirates, like, I mean, that year that we, all those things were announced, we were really excited for the Halloween yeah. party, and yeah, that maybe. sealed the deal that we were going to do it. All right, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. And that's a lot of space in Fantasyland. It's a big, it's a well, big Well, it doesn't space eat up as is... many people as you'd like it to, because it doesn't fill yeah, up as exactly. much. That's part of exactly. the reason that it... What well, used to be there? A Mickey Mouse Review, uh, which... It was always a theater. It was always a theater, um, and like it was like a sing along type thing with Mickey Mouse, and like think the three caballeros from uh, Grand Tour Fiesta Tour. Those were in the Mickey Mouse review, mm. so it's like those kind of like okay. little animatronics, like doing a little concert thing. I don't ever remember doing that, but that is what was there. <laughs> so I love Mickey so hard magic, though. I think it's very. What do like, you got for this, Rob? <laughs> I said respect, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I, I'm all on board. I think it was more of a process of elimination or something. Like, yeah, you the, had to yeah. put, you had to go four, four, and four. Yeah, so. right. So um, I, think I, I was in the same place. Yeah, bro. I said respect as well. And, and because I'm I ran okay, out. I'm okay with with it as it is. Like, I think it's even though we don't do it that often, but. Um, but yeah, see that that's how I would change it too if I was doing a review. Yeah, I, I like you. I like the ideas that you guys came up with for that. I think given an extra revamp, I would certainly make that my selection for that. We're nice. av- we're available for contracting yeah. Imagineers. The five of us are ready and willing. <laughs> yep, I, I don't think we'd have any hesitation. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our second one here, and I'll start with Catherine this time, and we'll keep going around the direction we were. Um, Muppets 3D. What sure. would you do with that? Sure, sure. So I am going to preface this by saying, as Rob was just kind of saying, like, I did, like, my first guess is the best guess type thing of, mm-hmm. like, I went with my gut and it found me, like, comparing some rides I've never put together or ever thought of in the same sentence. Um, this was the first, the first one I went to, and this is so, I feel so strongly about it. This is a respect in stone for me there is you are not talking me out of this this is such a good show it still holds up 
I did this on the last trip. I love Muppet Vision 3D. And it is also very, like, culturally important is the last project that Jim Henson worked on. Mm. And that is, like, it... Disney has never been able to do the Muppets justice for what they own of the Muppets. This is the best that they have done. I love the Muppets. I love this. Do I think it's a little out of place? And if you got rid of it, you could definitely expand Star Wars. I certainly do. Cause, but I think that that's the only thing uh, like that's holding them back from doing that. And I don't know how much longer it's going to be there. I just don't, I don't, I don't have a good feeling that it's going to be there much longer, but I love and respect Muppet Vision 3D. Nice. Well said. How about you, Holly? What do you have? Okay. I have Muppets. Well, I originally had it as replace, (laughs) but then I put it as a revamp. All right. Um, I just think it's, see, it's been such a long time since I've done Muppets 3D. So I'm trying to remember, like... I don't think that's changed since it the 90s, okay. it has, the pre-show. It has yeah, the, yeah, pre, okay, the, the pre-show, pre-show has, has changed, yes. but the show itself. And you've got you've got awesome set pieces. That theater is awesome. You've got the audio animatronics of Statler and Waldorf. You've got the audio animatronic of Bean Buddy. You've got a theater that has the like the explosion <laughs> after with the Swedish chef like it's just it's a great theater too yeah I would like to see like we were talking with Phil her magic having different every time you go in you you get something a little bit different like there's how many Muppet movies like well, maybe no, uh, lots incorporate I don't know some of the Muppet movies I don't know so that, that this one was a hard one for me. Okay. So what do you say? Yeah, I, I said revamp as well. Um, I don't. It, it's in a weird spot. Like, it bothers me where the theater is more <laughs> than anything. Of like this mishmash um, of Hollywood studios, I, more so than the actual attraction. Like, if you lifted this and put where Frozen sing along is, it, it's fine. But it's just like. It's just so weird, like you know, Galaxy's Edge is like right behind there, like and then I. It is I, interrupting Star Wars. I mean, yeah. If that weren't there, you could continue Galaxy's Edge through Star Tours. Correct. Right. So. Okay. So revamp, they move it. How about that? I that's, guess that. That's a good revamp. That's a good revamp. <laughs> revamp. <laughs> I I actually, and I'm gonna take a little flack for this. I think I'm. I said replace for this mm-hmm. one. Um. <laughs> You know, it's. I'm not hating on the Muppets. I enjoy this show. I just look at, I, like we already said, the location. I would like a full Star Wars themed restaurant in this location that would be accessed from directly next to Rise of the Resistance. So this is less about disliking the Muppet 3D or Muppet Vision 3D, and more about. There are things that I still want from Galaxy's Edge that are not there yet, and a full sit-down restaurant to take a little bit of pressure off the cantina is high on my list, and I think this is an optimal location for that. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's that's not a bad idea. If if definitely if you're if you are favoring Star Wars, you know that's that's where I I live. Um, <laughs> I had this as a revamp. Um, I really love the Muppets. It was my last one that I had as a revamp, and. and I also had a little bit of a hard time with coming up with what I exactly wanted 
out of it. You know, I obviously don't work for the Jim Henson company. <laughs> I'm not an Imagineer. But I feel like it just feels, as Catherine said, and eloquently, it still holds up. It's still super funny. The animatronics are good because they look like puppets. They're, 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 the Muppets are made for practical effects. Um, I just think that there's been a lot of evolution in the Muppets, and the Muppets have had a bit of a resurgence with the successful two um, live action movies in um, the Muppet movies, that's, mm-hmm. the Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. And then you've got some Disney Plus um, stuff too. Like, I feel like they could, the Jim Henson company could really come up with like a still relevant, extremely funny show that updates the technology, um, you know, makes it a like graphical fidelity, um, a little bit more with the animatronics and the space. And also, I don't know, maybe like incorporate some celebrity guests. Like that's been such a big part of the, the Muppet TV shows too, just like fun celebrity cameos. I feel like you could do a lot with that and make it still really charming and funny. Yeah. Okay. Which he stands alone. <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess our our consensus there was revamp yeah. with three mm-hmm. three for revamp um all right our third one here and i'll start with holly on this one is buzz lightyear space ranger spin from hmm. magic kingdom hmm. straight up replace what would you put there i just get so agitated with that ride every time <laughs> i'm on that ride my gun doesn't work am i getting points what am i pointing at like it, it drives me, it just drives me batty. Like, half the time I just kind of sit there. It's like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I was really thinking about that one because it's in Tomorrowland. So, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something that's futuristic. I mean, maybe, uh, see, that then it would go into a revamp. Um, maybe something with Toy Story somehow. Like, maybe redesign Buzz Lightyear, like, entirely. Push like, it over into a re-replace, though, with, yeah. like, changing it fundamentally. Yeah, like, just doing some, like, we're talking some major upgrades. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but what well, I... you'll find out in a yeah, second. Yeah, you are about to find out. I'm, like, dying to talk right now. All right, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> so, mine's a, mine's a revamp. It's close to a replace, but I feel like there's some redeeming qualities of it that if you... So... I would take the removable gun, all of Disneyland's version. Mm-hmm. I would change the lasers on the guns so that they're different colors, so you could figure out that. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. I yeah. like that. So, because you're right. Like I have no idea where where my laser is. I think I know where <laughs> Wait, it's. Is that like, my I dog? Think, yeah, but like they're all red. Like let's add blue. Let's add orange. Let's add green. So. That would be one. Um, but the idea of like target, like shoot, I like that. And like keeping score is fun. So um, so it has some redeeming qualities. I mean, I would clean it because it's filthy in there <laughs> there's all leaves. the time. <laughs> like, it where do these leaves like come from? So your your you. revamp is just cleaning. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make it cleaner in here. <laughs> But yeah, but um, you know, it's it's like the the precursor to uh, Midway Mania. Yes. Um, it's not mid. I keep saying it's just Toy Story Mania. Well, it's not right. Midway. It's Midway Mania. It's always Midway Mania <laughs> um, to me. So, it, it, surprisingly, like I do in its current 
iteration. I do hate it. <laughs> I, I love it. But Just tell us how you really feel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, wait for that. Um, <laughs> but there, again, there are some qualities that a few changes would make this a lot better. I agree. I agree with you. I think I put revamp for this one. And my reasoning for calling this a revamp is I would not need to change the name of this ride from Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I think if you could take the same technology that they use in Toy Story Mania and repurpose this ride with screens with Zerg and all that stuff, and, you know, you could change the, the gun type of a thing to being still being a gun per se, but just use that same technology with the 3D that they have in Toy Story Mania, this ride would draw in crowds in Magic Kingdom very easily, and it would still be the same theming. Matt? Um, I have it as a replace. Um, This ride has been made obsolete by an existing (laughs) ride, and that is Toy Story Mania. Buzz Lightyear is now just a a reminder of oh this is like Toy Story Mania but worse and older. <laughs> so and like Scott like you're just advocating for turning it into another Midway Mania, which is something that yes, Disney has I never know. done. Like I just feel like it is well, comp- that's debatable. <laughs> well, right, but I'm saying it's I think it's superfluous because like, it's Haunted Mansion, not Nemo and the Seas with Nemo and Friends, and. It's the same ride vehicle you're riding through a dark space in an Omnimover. Spaceship Earth. Uh, yeah, but the theme is it. But it, the theme isn't okay. the same too. Okay. You would have two Toy Story rides that have the same like functioning. So my replacement is I was thinking it's Tomorrowland. You got a decent amount of space. You have people movers. Um, why not a dark ride? And let's look at a property that has no representation in any rides or attractions in the park, and that is Wally. Oh, I was going to meet the Robins. That's what I was thinking. A Wally Wally dark ride. Yes, I I do like that. It goes through the story of the movie, much like a traditional dark ride. There could be like a, you know, the part where you go through the tunnel in, um, and there's like all the, the, um, the, the lights. That could be you taking off into space. Like you start off on the planet with just Wally and you're cleaning up trash and then you go through that tunnel and then you're up on the space station and then at the end you're actually zipping around space with um, with Wally and Eve. Um, her name is Eve, by the way. He says it Eva. Eva. She, yeah, she's credited as Eve. Yeah, I, it's I a weird thing. But yeah, I just think that would be adorable and I think it'd be it would fit the theming of Tomorrowland and the there's no Wally representation or not nearly enough in the I would parts. like to see some practical effects with a Wally animatronic or an Eve animatronic yeah, oh, along yeah. the way. I think yeah. that would be really cool. It would be awesome. Can I make a suggestion that your vehicle is like the fat people vehicle? Oh yeah. A thousand percent. Like that was with how the iPad envis- in front of you where you're like I'm the omni mover. Like it would just Like you're one of yeah, the fat like- <laughs> It's just like a backhanded insult from Disney. Yeah, like you are one of these lazy people that doesn't like get out from behind their screens. Completely how I envisioned it too. Yeah, I just think that'd be so. I think that'd be a great use of that space. I love that idea. That's a good idea. idea Good good one, Matt. Thank you. What do you got, Captain? Okay, so I am like a mishmash of I think Rob, Holly, and Scott here. Um, Mine is a revamp. 
but I have a very specific thing I want to do here. Mm. Definitely update the queue that smells like farts and clean it all up. <laughs> and we're still calling it Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger. Ranger. You could call it Buzz S- Shooter. How about that? Sure. <laughs> yeah, they're going to add shooter in a word at Disney, I'm sure. Um, but my, uh, my proposition is to make it the Toy Story Mania vehicles, okay? And then instead of the practical, um, like, like 3D objects, it is one screen on one side of the track. So you are in a Toy Story vehicle, you're only facing one way, there's no spinning, and then you are in an Omnimover with a huge 3D screen. So it's exactly like it is now, only all 3D, so you have great effects, and you're also experiencing it with a car next to you that you're all seeing like the same thing, okay. instead of like Toy Story where it's just you and your partner looking at one screen, it's a room of potential targets. Um, that you have like exactly the same ride vehicle as Toy Story Mania. And I agree with you completely, Scott. If it ain't broke, that that ride draws in That has so a long wait time long regardless. Pe- and and how long is that? That has been there since 2007 or 9. It's been there forever and it's still a very, very, very popular attraction. If you compare that to other things that came out around the same time, there's a drop off after, you know, something's been there that long. That's a great ride. So I, I think you could get something similar in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Well, we get two good answers there. I, I like both of your idea and Matt's idea there. Um, our next one up here is one that I think will generate some vitriol around this table. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> in Animal Kingdom. And we're going to start with Rob this time, who is smiling much like, much like Catherine had her uh, first one she honed in on with Muppets 3D. This was the first one that was super easy for me. This is a replace. I loathe this ride. I hate it. And what would you put there? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> just, just, just fill just in the landfill. Just, just put dirt in it. Just get rid of it. No, I mean, the obvious answer is the Indiana Jones version in but that would be a replace right yeah because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're but changing the theme could, yes yeah. so that i mean that is also the logical. has nothing to do with animals well there are no, snakes in that's there di- that's dinosaur so he's an archaeologist you could change it a little bit to have their i mean he antiquity like you, you could make it work i, I have, mean there's been rumors of that i yeah. have a replace that i think is even better for this and it's the one i have actually mentioned on this podcast before if you recall and that is, so this is a replace for me, changing this to a Moana ride oh, where you are riding on the ocean in that vehicle. Yeah, I remember you saying that. You know, there's a lot of animal stuff involved in Moana. You're in the ocean. It's It fits real well in Animal Kingdom. You'd and you have wouldn't... to have some sort of delineation well, with Make It Discovery what what's, or the Oasis or whatever it is because that could not be... Dino Land, then. Right. Well, well, Dino Land is kind of on its way out, it seems. I, I, hope. I hope. I mean, it doesn't really... To me, it doesn't really belong in Animal Kingdom. The way that they've written the rest of Animal Kingdom with Asia, Africa... Pandora. Pandora, the place doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> we don't have Pacific, so That's that fits true. in right with Nemo, which is right there. You could That's like true. both. Mm-hmm. You could get. What were the um, the little things that they fought? Like Co- the cucumber. The, 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 the I call them the coconuts because like <laughs> yeah, like you could get in a fight with them or something yeah. or like that yeah. could be the. And I always picture 
where the dinosaur comes down on your vehicle at the very mm-hmm. end, that that would be, um, what's Te-fiti. its name? Tefiti? Uh, well, Tefiti's the good one. Or Who's, is it Taka? Taka coming down on your ride vehicle just at the very end mm-hmm. before you... And then you get to the end and, the and it's, it's Tefiti. Yeah. yeah. That's, so that's my replace idea. Okay. Matt? I have one that, that is also kind of, um, I was like, I, I wasn't, it's a replacement, first of all, full replacement, but I was thinking about, like, does this really have enough animal representation <laughs> to put it in Animal Kingdom? And I'm saying it is, um, and that is a Meet the Robinsons ride there. I was thinking with a lot of my replacements, how can you have a semi-homage to what was there before? And you have the huge dinosaur in Meet the Robinsons, the, you know, I've got a a (laughs) giant torso and tiny arms, but it's a friendly dinosaur at this point, so it's not as scary. You don't make it as loud. Meet the Robinsons is such an underrated film, and I think to make it work in the animal kingdom, you have the, like, rat pack frogs who are your guides and they serve as kind of like showing you around. And, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of room in there and there are a ton of set pieces in meet the Robinsons that you can make that like a really cool, expansive ride with a lot of like really tall, futuristic buildings and a giant dinosaur animatronic that isn't super scary, but more like cartoony and approachable. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a half-baked idea, admittedly. I don't think it's nearly as good as my idea for the Wally <laughs> dark ride, but that's that's what I'm coming up with. Okay, Catherine, what do you got? I have a full replace uh, Indiana Jones there. I, I think if we're keeping Dino Land as a whole, we're not right. doing a full restructuring of the land. I think Andy makes sense there. It's a great ride. Again, it's an old ride from the '90s. Still, one of the most popular rides at Disneyland. So you know, it's a goodie. Good call. Good call. Holly, I had it as a replace. Wow, this is our first. I think um, unanimous. Unanimous. What do you? I'm now? with Catherine. I want some. I want Indiana Jones. You want Indy? I mean, so good. It, I so mean, good. it fits well. He's an archaeologist. He's he's an explorer. Yep. You can do so much. Yeah. So bring Indy to Animal Kingdom. All right. Yep. All replace on Dinosaur. All right. Well, the next one we've got is The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Uh, this one in Epcot. So we're starting with, you, I guess, starting you. with me this time. Mm-hmm. Um, this, unfortunately for me, was process of elimination. I said respect on this one, and it was because <laughs> I wanted to replace or revamp so many other things. Um, I don't really have a reason beyond that. So I'm going to kick it to Matt for a more in-depth ex- explanation here. Um now it should be said that like my um, my approach to respect was either one of a couple reasons. One out of like reverence for the uh, like the it being original or an important attraction or ride. Two is that it's just like it it's fine and and kind of what Scott said. Other ones took like that I wanted to revamp or replace took precedent. This is one of those that is kind of that I, I have it as a respect. And it's not that old of a ride, and I think I like this ride a lot more than most, and I think it just works for the space. I, I, I like Finding Nemo. Uh, I, I think it's a charming movie. I really like Finding Dory, too. It's not as good as Finding Nemo, but I think that like you have a giant aquarium there. It is a beautiful use of the um, technology that you actually have 
the real um, aquatic life in the tank, and then you are, um, then you're just like beautifully, uh, what is it? You're like, you have the images of the characters from Finding Nemo, and they just like fit in there, and you can tell a story. I just think it's a good ride. Like, it, it doesn't need to. Well, it's still fresh enough to me. Yeah, it's not that old, it's not it, like and it works. Right. Catherine, what do you got? Um, so this is one of the last ones I had that was kind of a process of elimination, too, that I just like wasn't sure what to do. So this one ended up being a replace. Oh, wow. Um, and I think we're finding something about it about our podcast, because I think each one of us may have mentioned this word in this podcast, and that is Moana. Uh, I see Moana here. Mm. I think you could do like a really great thing with like the sea. I mean, the sea is like, that's what Moana is all about. Um, I also think my other option, if we didn't like Moana, because we are getting that like Moana, like playground walkway in Epcot, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> um, but if we didn't go with Moana, let's just go back to like, OG Epcot, like education of sea life, conservation, you know, we we have a planet to take care of. I think this would be a good message for kids is just make it an educational and you could do... Sounds you know, like a living with the seas. Yes, living with the seas. Yeah, well, so, was, I mean, that yeah, living, like, yeah, the living seas is... Was, yeah. There was no ride there, right? No, it was. Wait, it was a ride? Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to YouTube that today. But like just, you know, basic like conservation efforts of the season and you can go to the tank and like it identifies the different animals i i don't know i i like i like the education part of epcot but wasn't that the vision of epcot it sure yeah. was Ed i mean edutainment i kind of feel like we're they're kind of stepping away from that sure are because everything I, has to have a property. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. It just drives me batty. <laughs> what did you say for this one? Um, I respected it. Okay. It is I new. Mean, I mean, it's one of the newer ones on this list. So. And we also have to keep in mind that you do have to have a certain number of these rides that are just dark rides, mm -hmm. essentially, that not everything can be a coaster. Yeah. I just feel like it just, it, it just goes. It does. It just goes there. It goes with what's inside. I mean, kind of what... Matt said earlier. Yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. going to repeat it, but yeah, I'm going to respect this one. Yeah. What do you say, Rob? Yeah, I said I said respect as well. Um, I do like the fact that it's you got the Disney story, and then like it takes you into like they work it into the actual aquarium part, the the sea part. So, um, I, and it, it again, it, it was sort of a process of elimination <laughs> of. Yeah, go back to the old school, just like non Disney. But we that's we're not putting the tooth toothpaste back in the tube with, with that <laughs> stuff. So um, yeah, I, this this is one of those where like when we have fast passes or like the waits like ten fifteen minutes, like some rides I'm like I, I could definitely do without this one. Like, but this is one that like I don't mind getting on yeah. any any time. It's a good good place filler. Uh, what do we got next here? The next one we have up is Mission Space, and we are going to Matt first for this one. Um, so I have this as a replace. Uh, I just think it's a, a large, um, it, it's, it's really big, and it takes up a lot of space. <laughs> and um, I think it is an alienating ride because too many people won't get on it due to the nature of the ride, of it 
being um, a very intense motion simulator. I think it even scares people away, even knowing that there's the green and orange options that are less intense. I think some people just won't get on it in general. Also, it's just really dated at this point. And get Gary Sinise out of there. Like, come on. He's like, gone. He is. They, they did revamp that. Well, whatever. <laughs> get get the whole thing out of there. I haven't been... I, I, you can tell how long it's been since <laughs> I've been on there. But, and I was like... You know, okay, next door, you you got the Guardians of the Galaxy um, ride. But I was like, crap, you have the space restaurant that's going right there, too. So I was like, so I can't... It has to have something to do with space. And I have it as a... It's bridging the gap between what was there and what is going there. And that is Big Hero 6. Okay. So Big Hero 6... Um, you so you'll have new ride vehicles, but with like a light homage to Mission Space, because if you remember in the movie, you have that big climax in space with um, Baymax, who's like floating around uh, in like the giant like spacesuit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I know that there's a big climactic <laughs> thing in space at the end. Completely new ride vehicles, not as claustrophobic but more of a ride simulator in the vein of like something like the Simpsons ride does at Universal, where it's way more open, where your face isn't up against a, a tiny little LED screen or L- LCD screen, whatever outdated technology they're using there. But I think that Big Hero 6 could be a fun uh, fun motion simulator ride. I like that. I'm really proud of your answers, Matt. You've been really killing this game. Yeah, you're bringing it. I'm like, well, that's a good idea. Just forget mine. Um, <laughs> what do you got, Catherine? All right. So I have a replace here, too. My vision's a little bit different from Matt's. Mine goes more backwards um, towards what it used to be, which was Horizons. Oh, I loved Horizons. But kind of a similar vehicle and layout of horizons where it is like an omni mover like think here's here would be my elevator pitch what happens after spaceship earth so you have those scenarios at the end where you're choosing if you like work or home life or the sea or the urban suburban rural showing you like the future of like like the future that we happen to know about um, basically a continuation of Spaceship Earth of like futuristic, basically what the carousel progress is missing after their final It'd be scene. cool if it could track what you picked in Spaceship Earth on your magic band I love and that. played it for you on that ride. That is a very good idea. Yeah, like I, I just think like a, like a people eater, like some sort of omni mover that's futuristic and maybe like a little kitschy, but still like talks about what the future holds. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Holly. Um, I had it as a revamp. Okay. I mean, I don't want to see it like entirely go away because it is kind of educational. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I like earlier. I just feel like we're Epcot's really stepping away, and mm-hmm. it's just more like movies and properties, and I don't know. I feel like we need Epcot still needs to have that educational. Fully piece. agree with you. On yeah, that. I, I agree with I you. I do too. Um. I definitely would like to see new missions. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty pretty standard. I, you know, I think going on what you're saying there, I remember the story I had of the first time I rode that. Do you remember that? That I was riding it with the two tourists, and they were not pressing the buttons, and I felt the need to reach over and press the buttons so that we could complete our mission successfully. Oh, so you see it as more of like a... Um... 
what is it? Ra- not Rise of the Resistance, um, Smuggler's Run, yeah. where there's actual... That's actually not my idea that I have for this, but right. just but, building off of what a Holly yeah, said. Yeah, there could actually be, <laughs> like, you know, consequences. Like, you could fail your mission. I didn't know yeah. that that was not the case when I wrote it the first time, and so I was very upset that they were not doing their jobs. We're gonna die. <laughs> Do you want to die? Do you want to crash? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, mission space, you're learning about space, and then you have Guardians next door. It's still space-related. Mm-hmm but something I don't know maybe it's like the teacher mind in me we got fiction and we got non-fiction I think like, like what I have is an idea so <laughs> hold that thought Wait, so I, I said replace I do like the idea of a space oriented attraction like science e um they should like partner with Tesla and like come up with not not Tesla uh the SpaceX SpaceX um like you know do something like much more educational, like take this whole like we're on a mission, like, and make it more like here's how I don't know I'm a dork so I don't, but like here's how our rockets work and like return like make it a game where like you have to return the rocket back <laughs> to like the launch pad thing. I mean you guys know about like how they're yeah. the mm-hmm. the rockets can land and whatnot. Like you could so you can make it sort of a game, but like kind of give the science and stuff behind it. But I, I mean, I've always liked space and, and that, and I think we're getting away from that as a, the science part as a society. So keep that like portion there. Yeah, I like that. I think for my idea, I said replace for this, and I the what I would do with it would be to make this the largest high definition planetarium in the world. And oh, you could do... I love a planetarium. <laughs> I love I love a planetarium. But I'm even thinking of, like, you could do almost, you know, closing in on what we think other planets would look like on the surface, on, like, a high-definition screen above you. Plus, you know, it's important for kids to know about, like, stars and what things planets. are out there. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> if you're building the next generation of explorers, that's the next frontier. So... I mean, I, I love a planetarium. I could watch a 20-minute planetarium show any day of the week, and I would love that. <laughs> Preaching to the choir, my man. <laughs> I do like that idea a lot. I do, too. Plus, you know, a planetarium, I mean, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It could be a 10-minute show, and that could eat up people. Yeah, you could have it be huge. It would be like yeah. Soren. I mean, yeah. you just, you know, 150, 200 people, 10 minutes, you keep turning them over. Yeah. I like uh, I like the way that building would look too. Like yeah. you could do something fun, that, like iconic with the building. Itself. I would be way more into that than Mission Space in its current yeah, me too. Iteration. I mean, we haven't been on Mission Space in a long time. Like, I know. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Did I? Who did I start with that time? You, you started with Matt. That was started Matt. with you, was Matt, right? You already did yours on that one. Yeah, he's the big hero. Big hero six. Big hero six. Okay. Uh, our next one here then is Frozen Sing Along at Hollywood Studios, and this is going to Catherine first. All right, this is a respect. Uh, it's fairly new. It's really fun. It's a little bit different take on Frozen Fever, and I like this. Okay, Holly. I gave it a respect as well. Excellent. Yeah, respect. It's new, like it, it's one. I is think it, it the is newest? the newest. Yeah, I think it's the newest. Thing. Um, it, it and I think it it bridges that gap of like for families like with little kids and like that want to do it from that aspect to the adults with like the adult humor in it and like you know like I loved it. I don't have kids. Like it, it was fun. So like, yep. 
I agree. I, I said respect for this one. I wouldn't change it a bit. The only thing I might change if I was going to, I feel like it's a, a misnamed attraction. I feel like it turns people away because it's labeled as a sing-along, whereas if it were a Frozen show of some sort, mm-hmm. it might not turn off adults in the way that it does. That's true. But... Yeah, that, I, other than that, I would not change a thing about the attraction. I think it's entertaining. Yeah. In the uh, in the words of Aretha Franklin and Ali G, gotta go with respect. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, for for the same things everyone else said, it's a charming stage show. It's not um, too old, and um, it's so it's that, earned its spot. That joins Dinosaur as our, our second unanimous. Uh, selection. Uh, the next one we have here is Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, and we're going to Holly first in this one. This is in Hollywood Studios. I said replace. I gave this a replacement. Any thoughts um, about what you'd like to put there? I don't know. I was thinking something Star Wars, but then again, I mean, you have that's kind of far from like Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. so that would be like kind of a weird spot to have something Star Warsies. But swap um, the the Muppets and the. I don't know. Like, as I was doing this list, and I'm like, okay, I would take Indiana Jones and put it in like Animal Kingdom. Like I was trying to, <laughs> I don't put know, put the puzzle together. Yeah, and I will be completely honest. I really don't have many ideas what I would replace. It's a big space. It's, it's a, a big ta- space. Yeah. I think it's, this was my artist. Yeah, this is it's tough. Such I have, a yeah. huge. It's a big spot. Yeah. I mean, anything could really go in there, but like I was just trying to like think. Okay, we're in Hollywood Studios. What would go with Hollywood Studios? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see another <laughs> movie property. Like, I don't know. I hear you. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you got, Rob? So I got replaced. I, I, I literally thought I just put this together in 30 seconds. So as so it's a replace. And I was like, okay, it's Hollywood Studios, right? We had... The, I, I like the idea of the, like, stunt spectacular. and Like, they did... You know these iconic scenes, how how they filmed them and whatnot. So it's, I like that kind of stuff. But like, we got rid of the great movie ride. Kind of take that principle of like, different movies mm. and do different stunts from different movies. Okay. So it's just uh, not like the great. So we could call it the great movie stunt spectacular or something like that, right? And yeah. I, take iconic scenes from, you know, all different movies. I I can't think of anything. No, off the top like of my that. head, right? Like but like, um, and then that can be easily changed too, like, because I, Indiana Jones really ties you to Indiana Jones. Like it has, it has to be. You got the rock. Like <laughs> you cannot get rid of that set piece. But like with this, you could be like, oh, we're doing Mission Impossible for a year, and then we're gonna switch it out to, you know, take um, take the scene of uh, uh, Air Force One where he's get off my plane, <laughs> like and like and then like when he gets off and like he has to like go from from Air Force One to the the military thing like how they filmed that or something so like, Rob is advocating for a full Air Force One <laughs> yes. that's what I'm hearing yes. actually I love that idea right <laughs> um, so and then it would but it I think the whole theming of because it's in this weird this weird space are you going to extend Galaxy's Edge all the way out I doubt it right yeah. so at least it has this like evergreen theme to it okay i i have a bit of an an interesting idea for this one that may not be feasible but um i said replace for this one and i i would propose 
sort of expanding that Hollywood Boulevard theme through this area and putting a Carthay Circle East on this location. Great. With a a bunch of outdoor seating, but also, you know, almost try and make it as identical as you can to California Carthay Circle. Since that would belong in Hollywood Studios, if you're going to put it anywhere. Now, it couldn't be right on the square like it should be. But I feel like that would pull people in. They do have the facade. Right, on, uh, right. But uh, I mean, I'm not talking about the actual yeah. restaurant and, and bar. Mm-hmm. And they could redo that portion. But it's it's just slightly in the wrong spot for where you would want it to be if that was what you were going to do. That's the only thing yeah. that, that yeah. gives me pause. What um, you got, Matt? This one's tough for me. I, I have it as a replace... Um, just in the fact that as much as I love Indiana Jones, it's just not as culturally relevant anymore. Um, I know it's a shame, but, um, you know, the fourth Indiana Jones movie was not exactly a a good one. Um, it's tough. I had the most, um, difficulty with this because it's such a large space and you've got so many things that you could do there. So I felt kind of overwhelmed with my possibilities, What's what I've always um, criticized Hollywood Studios, formerly MGM, is it's like the more you add to it, the more it has this lack of identity. Like it's no longer about the movies, and I and I love movies, um, and I love the backlot studio tour. I like the the stunt spectacular because I really enjoy the whole like behind the scenes um, making of. I think it's educational in a sense of being like oh, this is like how they do it. And I I just think that there's something really fascinating about that. So I kind of advocate for another kind of stage show because, but I don't exactly know what property. I mean, you could do Star Wars, but I almost feel like that's too much. Uh, Holly, you kind of alluded to that. Like, it's just like... You're tilting the scale a little bit heavily. And then then it's just the Star Wars park. And I don't really like that. I, I do like going and... Like going back to some of the, you know, original MGM type, like behind the scenes uh, movie magic of it. I don't know what property and maybe what Rob said, where you do a bunch of a bunch of different vignettes of, of popular movies. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I wish I had a better answer for it. I just know it's a replace. Okay. All right. Catherine? Mine's also a replace. And this is one I had a really hard time with. I was thinking... Star Wars and Scott, this could be your sit down Star Wars restaurant over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like keeping it Hollywood Studios. Um, so <laughs> that land, if we're, if we're playing a trivia game here, that is Echo Lake mm-hmm. with the dinosaur. Okay. So we've got mm-hmm. that is themed in California crazy, um, like type architecture. So it's you know. You have the dinosaur, you have the boat that's huge and oversized. So that reminds me of like 1950s Hollywood. So I think the only thing that we can do is also solve a Hollywood Studios dining problem. Hollywood Studios has some great dining, but it's not enough. I don't think like it's easy to get like, you know, Rob, you said you wanted to just grab something to eat somewhere the last time you were there and you like went into Brown Derby and they didn't have food. I just had a good idea based on what you're saying and you might say exactly what. We're moving sci-fi here. 
making it huge, making it oh. a real drive-in theater oh. where you eat and and it can be outside. So still think the structure of Indiana Jones where you have that huge taking the amphitheater seating out and just making a ton of cars there. So fit and then putting a screen essentially where the rock wall is and showing trailers, making it like they did for Star Wars, like make it pliable that you can do like a Star Wars uh, breakfast mm-hmm. again. Do breakfast there. Make it like, you know, do like a classic Mickey, like with all Mi- the Mickey Mouse shorts. And like, it doesn't always have to be the sci-fi stuff, but have, a- and then you can extend baseline into where sci-fi is now and have a huge indoor seating area for baseline because I think baseline has a seating issue. How cool would that be if you could schedule, like every day they had a, like a show a schedule. Time. Yeah, like, like, so like a movie 6 theater. 6 p.m. you can watch all previews for Disney properties that are going to be coming out over the next year or 7 p.m. is Star Wars vignettes. That would be really awesome. No, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, and you could do it like the Animation Academy where you have like a schedule so like you know in advance like Oh, it, at 2 p.m. they're doing the sci-fi, and I like the sci-fi. Uh, or you could even show movies in there. Show the Tower of Terror movie and have people sit. And if you have enough, like, seating, then you don't have to worry about the turnaround. So make it huge. Make, like, a million tables and and make it, you know, almost like a movie theater. Yeah, but it's like an, an awesome eating idea. movie theater. I had an idea. What's your idea? Harryhausen's. Oh, there is a there is a restaurant in Monsters Inc. called Harryhausen's. It's where um, Mike Wazowski um, takes Celia. Uh, Celia yeah. on a date. Harryhausen's is named after um, um, Hollywood practical effects marvel Ray Harryhausen, who did some of like the best practical effects of like cl- the original class of so the Titans. He's just a titan in like the Hollywood effects thing. And so you have a sushi restaurant, so you split it up. Half of it's the actual restaurant from Monsters, Inc., a a Japanese restaurant. And then the other side is like almost like a one man's dream where they kind of take you through some of um, the practical effects and model making and stuff. Mm. So you retain some of the old um, guard of what MGM was and with some of the new properties and you get a Japanese restaurant. Alright, I like Catherine's idea, frankly. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so next we have uh, one that I think should uh, garner some (laughs) some different opinions around the table. Uh, Journey into Imagination in Epcot. And we're going to Rob first on this one. I think this one's fairly easy. So this is a revamp, and I'm bringing back Dreamfinder. So I'm going back to, like, the old school. Okay. Um, It... They're on their third iteration. Is that correct? So I'm going with the middle one. The the one before the current version. Okay. So I, I that one was good. Dreamfinder was awesome. Um, but th- I like the premise of the the ride. I just hate its current version. So He hates Figment. I'm not a big... That's why I'm bringing back <laughs> Dreamfinder. I'm not... I d- <laughs> My issue with Figment is... I don't like how it's the the icon of the the park, and it's on every bloody piece of merchandise they put out. <laughs> so as a, a 40, 40 year old male, like I can't wear some of the stuff, even though like it's a cool design. And then they put figment on. I'm like, I'm not walking around with figment on my shirt or whatever. So like that's my gripe with figment. I guess. But uh, 
Yeah, but the, the premise of the of the attraction is fine. So. Okay, so I I also said revamp on this one, and maybe this is debatable. I'll let you guys decide whether this counts as revamp. I would not change the title of this ride. I would change the fact most of what the ride is to being uh, inside out exploring journey into imagination. Mm. So to me, it counted as a revamp because I'm not changing the name of the ride. It's still going to be about imagination, but it's going to be told through this, the uh, different emotions um, as the story. Cause I too am annoyed by figment and the fart um, slot skunk. machine or whatever. <laughs> the fart. Skunk. I don't know. Whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, sk- I mean, skunks are just farting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That exactly is the biology of that. Yeah. Uh, but that's my idea, is an inside-out journey into I think that was highly rumored a few yes. years ago. I thought that that was something that I didn't have originally, and <laughs> yeah. I was just sort of thinking, yeah. like, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. This is the one I am most excited to share with you. Oh, boy. I'm so excited about Better this. Better than Wally. Yes. I have a revamp. Okay. It's still Journey into Imagination. It is a um, less of a... Um, so right now, you've got, like, a six-minute ride. Um... I'm all for retaining any bit of edutainment that Epcot still has. We have Eric Idle now. We take him out. We replace him with a new comedian, and that comedian is John Mulaney. John Mulaney (laughs) is your new narrator. He is perfect for it. Um, Last year, um, almost a year to the day, uh, I think it was the end of December, he did like a child- a really absurd children's uh, special on Netflix that like harked back to like Sesame Street and like the electric company. It was called John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. So he has already proven that he can do like comedy in the educational space aimed at children. I'm also bringing back Dreamfinder, and Dreamfinder is played by long long time um Mulaney collaborator Nick Kroll <laughs> Nick Kroll is playing Dreamfinder John Mulaney is leading us through we have an updated um one little spark because you need that song with um some updated lyrics but it's still very whimsical and fun and not nearly as obnoxious and like genuinely funny and and educational Oh, I would watch the heck out of a Mulaney Kroll journey into imagination. Um, it would be amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Think about how much Nick Kroll could do with Dreamfinder. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, to follow that, I am also revamping, and I am revamping to the old version with Dreamfinder. And sure, I'll take Matt's notes, but uh, yeah. And also, I have two other stipulations for the Imagination Pavilion as a whole. Um, At the end, you have to bring back the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, The Rainbow Tunnel, rather. The Rainbow Bridge is something very sad and different. Um, And then at the exit, when you walk outside, you have to add a a food and wine kiosk there. And, And... Make it the touch and taste, or the taste lab. Oh, yes. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. I've, I've always wanted that. Why is that not there? The yeah. taste lab. I yeah. mean, it's, it writes itself. It does. Holly, what do you got? I have it as a revamp. Really? Um, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I thought for sure this was a respect for Holly. For Well, <laughs> there's other things that I, that I kind of respect a little bit more than okay. Figgy. Um... But it does. It definitely does need an, 
it's outdated. It needs to be updated and bring back Dreamfinder. I think that's a lot of Dreamfinder so, love around Trump, the table. Yeah, Dreamfinder is okay. a staple. And then uh, we started with Rob. Yeah, you're yeah. up next for okay. Spaceship Earth, Scott. All right. Well, so Spaceship Earth. I said revamp. Um, as much as I love Spaceship Earth, and I do. Uh, that ride vehicle sucks. <laughs> it's like you're driving on a gravel road. Um, and almost to the point where, like, you can't even hear the... <laughs> I enjoy Rob laughing yeah. about this. I never thought... <laughs> I mean, you're going you're up and you're like... On a gravel road. <laughs> you know, the whole time. And so if they could put a nice, smooth ride vehicle with a better sound system, because a lot of times it's a little hard to hear, over the... Ride itself. Yeah. Um, I would also, and I think this is something that they had talked about with uh, when they were talking about redoing this ride, is having a little bit more animation in some of the characters that you see along the way. I would be fully in favor of that. I don't know that you need to necessarily change any of the scenes out with for new scenes. You could. I'm not fully opposed to to making some changes like that. Um, But I do think it would also be nice to have the end scene updated i think that's actually starting to get to the point now where it's like almost ridiculous are you talking about where you choose where you you choose your adventure choose your adventure either either fix the face stuff or take it out because that is (laughs) atrocious i never have a full head you look like terrence and philip yeah you know what i'm talking about right i do from uh, south park yeah yeah, I, I don't love that. I mean, I like that there is an interactive section while you're going backwards down, but I would like to see that maybe updated a little bit. I've done that hundreds of times now, so I think I've done every possible combination. Yeah. What do you got, Matt? Revamp, I mean, and they are. I think that's kind of like a... Yeah. A, it's almost... Are un- they now? Well, it's on delay. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's been planned. to do a revamp um yeah i mean i don't know exactly what i I was thinking like what new scenes throughout like or like what scene would you replace or update like i'm i'm in favor of updating uh some of the existing scenes maybe adding some new ones that are you know relevant uh historical uh um events but i don't exactly know but yeah it, it definitely just needs some you know new ride vehicles um Definitely new touchscreen and and ending thing. Just yeah, a refresh. But it's iconic. Yeah, yeah. I I just think those ride vehicles almost ruin the ride sometimes now. Hmm. Okay. Kath- Catherine, what do you got? I have respect. Uh, I have mad respect for Space Earth. I love <laughs> it. It's very comfortable to me, and it's like got like that old school Epcot appeal that it's just like you know old but lovable. And that's all I gotta say about that. I like it. Nope, I agree with Catherine. Um, it's a respect for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm a respect too. Wow. Wow. Did you ever think you'd have three respects and one of them wouldn't be no, me for I did Spaceship not. Earth? I did not think that. <laughs> all right, number eleven here. We've got a Astro Orbiter in Magic Kingdom, and we're going to Matt first on this one. Um, respect. I just think it's one of those that. It's been there nearly since the park opened, uh, was the Star Jets back like a few years after uh, park opening. And I just think it's just a staple. It's not one of my favorite rides, but I think like there's like, it's kind of iconic, just the, the look of it. 
And I just like that, like, old-timey, like, what we thought space was like <laughs> and what we thought the future was like, like, in the 50s and 60s. Like, that's what it looks like. It is like. lovable in that way. Yeah, I think it's fun and, and, and whatever. It's like a, it's a, it's a dinky little rat. It goes around and around. It's fun. Whatever. Keep it. Okay. All right, so this is a revamp for me. Um, and I don't know logistically exactly how this would happen. I'm not an engineer, but I'm just spitballing here. Um, I think we need a better loading system, a ride load. We're getting rid of that friggin' elevator. And I would also love to see another dual Astro Orbiter somewhere around Tomorrowland. Mm. So almost have two of the same... I don't know. I don't think you'd be able to fit them both on top of where the people mover loader is. But if you had some sort of ride load system similar to the people mover, where it was almost like a conveyor belt and it splits you off. So you're not like that. I mean, especially in times of COVID, like I won't be getting on the Astro if I have to get in that friggin' elevator. Like that's, that's not happening. So uh, I think if we had a new ride load system for that and like an increased capacity to somehow like add a, another another track, like a similar track, it would also add to the landscape of Tomorrowland. I mean, that is what you see when you look at Tomorrowland. It's it's futuristic. It's it's fun. Put another one on top of like the Carousel Progress. Put another one on top of Space Ranger Spin. So. More capacity, easier loading. Okay. Um, I went with respect. Um, it's iconic, and when you're approaching like Magic Kingdom, like the skyline, mm-hmm. I mean, you see Space Mountain, jump. and then you see the Astro Orbiter, yep. and especially when you walk into Tomorrowland too, like, I don't know. So yep. I kept it under respect. Okay. I did a revamp, but it's bordering on respect. It's the logistics of getting on the ride. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I do agree. Um, like, well, so two things. things I would say. So I love this at night, like just seeing, uh, you can see the contemporary, like when it's all lit up or like if they're doing, like if you get lucky and you're like, they're doing fireworks or like a projection on the, the castle, that's awesome. Um, but like <laughs> the the elevator is just like, horrific and then right. even like pre-covid right it'd be like you do it during the day it's like 95 degrees and they stick like 10 sweaty stinky oh. people and like i have like i don't have too many phobias but like claustrophobia is probably the closest i have <laughs> and like the thought of and there's no windows on that that elevator like no getting stuck, getting stuck in there is like the yeah that's uh it's bad so yeah but i i think yeah like change like just add another like layer of the escalator from the people mover. Yeah. Up there. Yeah, exactly. I, Have a conveyor belt and somehow like time it out that people aren't. Yeah, you would still on. wait. You would yeah. still wait down there, but instead yeah. of using the elevator, use a. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny. I I said revamp, and I had basically the same mm-hmm. things. I said better line queue, and. I think your idea probably is more feasible. I said larger ride vehicles where you could have, you know, two and two or something like that instead mm-hmm. of the, what is it, like what, one yeah, it's person like a lot at of, most well, or one in a child? It's, yeah, it's like, I always get that <laughs> confused with the Astro Order in Disneyland, which I know is kind of like the, like you're sitting with your legs in front of the person, oh. like to the side. I don't, I don't I think I've ever done I mean, the, even if uh, they Disneyland could put on a ride vehicle the same size as uh, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, where it's two and two 
that would be better. You could at least get a yeah. little bit more turnover. You probably would have to redesign the whole ride. So your idea of putting another one nearby makes sense. You but... could even put it on the ground like they do in Disneyland. I know that's a very unpopular design that Disneylanders hate the Astro Rover in Disneyland. But I think we have a little bit more room in our Tomorrowland. You could put it back by like in between um, like where Buzz does his meet and greet. Yeah. Just like oh, stick yeah. it back there. It would show in the skyline again. You'd see it. You know. There's no reason that you couldn't have some sort of Eiffel Tower situation where you've got an open area below where he could continue to do his meet and greets and mm-hmm. those those shows and yeah. things like that. So that's yeah. entirely possible. All right. And now um, you didn't. It's me. Oh, it's you. It's yes. me. It's okay. me. Our last one here is Cali River Rapids in Animal Kingdom. This was one of my like process of elimination yeah, ones too, because I don't feel like super strongly about this. But then I was really thinking, I'm gonna respect Cali River Rapids, um, and the reason is I freaking love like a rapid ride. Like like Bush Gardens has like the a great uh, rapid ride in their Williamsburg location. Hershey Park used to have an awesome Canyon River Rapids was the best ride at Hershey Park and they have gotten rid of it. It makes me really sad. I mean, it's just like fun. It's a good ride. Like I don't ride Space, or I don't ride Space Mountain. I ride Splash Mountain, so I don't really get like the thrill water ride experience when I'm at the Magic Kingdom. And I, this is what I like to do. And if it's a hot day, it's a good ride. And it's like, you know, you might get creamed, but it's 90 degrees outside, so you'll dry off. And I like I like Cali River Rapids, and I think it's a it's great with the theming there too. Like you're you're back there in Asia, and you have the conservation tie-in with the logging, and you know, I think I think it is it's good for what it is. Okay, Holly. <laughs> I I went I was in between revamp and replace mm-hmm. and just because of, I had to find a home for it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it went under my replace um, the thing is like I still think there needs to be like a water ride like I totally agree but I with the theming I just don't think it's themed as well as what's the one in um, DCA. Uh, oh, the uh, Grizzly, Grizzly River, River Run. Run. Yes. I just felt like that one's just very well themed. And I just, I don't know, with Callie, I just wish they would add more theming to it. Like pull in more scenes or something. Because I feel it's just... It does feel barren in some it's places. Very, but I think that is partly what you said of the conservation side of it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I do, I don't know. I'm... I hear you. Can I be in between? <laughs> <laughs> nope, gotta take a stand. I mean, it definitely needs some upgrades, but I don't know. I just had to what put it on a replace. Yeah, I had replace um, as well, but I would keep the rapids. Um, I, I need to make more of an effort to do this attraction because I haven't done it in years. Because I'm always just like, oh, I don't want to walk around with wet shoes or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. I just gotta like bring the book bag. Bring flip flops, flip-flops, you know, and just, yeah. just do it. Um, but I think we've all used Moana somewhere. This I think could be a Moana theme. Um, it's in Asia, mm-hmm. so you got South Asia, Poly- the Micronesia, right? I mean, so kind of you could make it fit in there. Um, but I think to your point, like I feel like there is like a lot. I'll call it dead space. Like, and I do like appreciate the 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 theme of it now like the conservation and stuff but i feel like there's still like 
you go through stretches, of, and I haven't done it in a long time, but there's stretches where there's just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. So like you could, I don't know whose stomach that is. That's mine. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I thought it was mine at first, uh, but uh, yeah. So like if you add Moana in there somehow, um, it could be. A or replacement. some type of like maybe not Moana, but like to keep the comp the conservation like. I don't know, like, what you could pull in. Maybe it just needs more theme. Like, because there almost seems like there's parts where, like, it's super quiet. And, like, you're, like, just kind of barreling down and you, like, you know, like, it's exciting. But it's not one of those rides where you're, like, screaming the whole time in your voice. So maybe adding, like, like a soundtrack or having, like, even, like, animal noises in the background. I think they do have that. They have that at the logging the section before yeah. you go down, like you smell the you smell the fire and you hear like chainsaws, but maybe before that you could have like like an ambient like more like a water rushing noise or or crickets chirping or some mm-hmm. some sort of birds and animals like maybe make it a little bit more theme because I will say even though you guys are saying it's it's not like super themed. That queue is awesome. Oh, it is. The queue of Cali River Rapids is awesome. And even the exit queue is great when you have the ability to shoot the rafts as they're going by. And you have, like, the little elephants. Like, Mm -hmm. they do a really good job with, like, the entry and exit points. It's just, like, maybe building up that middle part. Do they have, like, with the elephants, do they have the elephants through the ride spraying you? Only at the end. So it's only, like, right where you're about to get off the people who are exiting the ride can stand on the bridge and control the elephants. I would argue that it's better themed than Grizzly River Run. At least this one has like some mild storytelling elements. Grizzly River Run doesn't have that at all. It's like there's a there's a bear in the rock face. Yeah, but the theme is California. So you have to take <laughs> which is but, I mean, but I mean like you go up to the top and there's like a painter's easel. I think it's supposed to be more of like the landscape of California. I don't know. I think they're pretty even with like, Yeah, both of them are not efforts. great. They could do more, but yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you why why I put this on this list of ones for us to evaluate evaluate for two reasons really. One, we hardly ever ride it. And part of that is because it is a water ride that you have a 1 in 5 chance of getting soaking wet on. The other part is that there is a part of this ride and and I specifically remember there's like a vulture sitting on a branch and it's just gray stone and you're going through like an S curve. To me Beyond the queue for the entrance, most of this ride is just waiting for that one drop where one person is going to get soaking wet and everybody else is going to laugh at them. Mm-hmm. The rest of the ride is kind of like, eh. yeah. you know, I, I hardly even remember it. So unless they could put something in this to make it pull in like a Jungle Cruise theme that you could have like a narration going over where they're giving you some of those stupid puns or something mm-hmm. like that. And it doesn't have to be a person doing it. It could just be a, a voiceover or something like mm-hmm. that from around you. Um, I actually had this one as respect because I feel like if if it's warm enough, this is a fun ride to do. And, you know, you do get cooled off. But um, I could see some ways that you could improve this. It's hard to think of something else that would go there, right. though. Yeah, because you already right. have an e-ticket in Asia with, with uh, Expedition Everest. But, yeah. What do you got, Matt? I have the most apathetic respect of just being like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's, it's one of those things like, I also like a water ride. The only other one of its ilk is, is uh, splash mountain. It's a little bit different. It's a log flume. 
Like, are you uh, counting uh, pirates in the front row? <laughs> I'm not counting pirates. Uh, it does I, sort of feel like I don't want this ride to go away because in the event that I want to do a water ride, mm-hmm. I like that but it's you there. you don't want to go to a water park. Right, like but I don't want to do this every time I'm there. Yeah, it's one of those that's like, it's fine. <laughs> like, And this one totally took the backseat to other ones that I think were more in need of refurbishment or a full-on replacement but like i do think there's some frustrating elements like when you're boarding this ride and people are they're trying to explain to people no you need to put your phone in the center section or it's going to get wet Mm -hmm. and they're people are like what and you have to wait for that eat it eat my phone like no what (laughs) just put it in there we're trying to keep this moving yeah. But uh, anyway, that's all 12 of our, our evaluations. We got some good ideas there. I hope the uh, Disney Imagineering team was listening. They are. Um, all of them. They always do. And we you know we get some great comments from Imagineers <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that awesome. was fun. Thank yeah. you, Scott. Good job, yeah, Scott. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, last call. Does anybody have any last call items? I didn't talk about this in news, but they released uh, a photo of the actual ride vehicles for... Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason in my head, I thought this was going to go upside down so it would have the over-the-head harness. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It's just a lap bar. Hmm. Okay. So, But again, they, they confirmed it's the cars are going to rotate 360 degrees and it'll launch in reverse. <laughs> but I hope this is a ride I'll want to ride. I, like, I hope it's not too intense. I hope it is intense. <laughs> <laughs> I hope well, your that, bitch that, ass can't ride it. Yeah. I mean, well, the that biggest means that drop Matt is can it. enjoy it one time with you. <laughs> that is a pretty big building. I know. So it's tall. Which, it's tall. Yeah. Blend in blue building. <laughs> yeah. So um, you could find that on social media and stuff. But um, yeah, that's a good sign that they're... The, the bars look like it, it's as if uh, the slinky dog lap bar had the extra part you like how it's open on one side Mm -hmm. yeah um it it kind of looks like that so awesome i do i do have a last call as well Uh, i just want to shout out to our friend and listener mateo who is in spain um and he gave us a a nice little rebuttal to our (laughs) review of haleo maybe not a rebuttal but just said that uh, raw onion is definitely not a dish here in Spain, and neither is white sangria, actually, but that sounds quite nice. And thank you, Mateo, for keeping <laughs> us honest. Um, yeah, uh, they should probably then just get rid of the white sangria. Yeah, we were trying to offer an explanation for why <laughs> yeah. that existed, and apparently it is not a cultural thing. Yeah, so gra- gracias to a fellow Mateo. Uh, <laughs> for real, because we would not have known that. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, this is about the end of the road, huh? I'm so hungry. Oh, buddy. All right. Well, let's get some food and cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.